Hello and welcome back to the Christmas Cast podcast. I'm your host Natalia and we're in conversation with Pastor Jeremy. In this podcast we'll be talking about a few characters from the gospels. And for today let's talk about the wise men and John the Baptist. Pastor Jeremy, what are the three wise men and what's the significant role that they play in Christ's birth? Thank you Nat. Good to be back here with you all here on this very special series of podcasts for Christmas. Getting excited about Christmas, shopping and all that. I really hope that Christ remains center. I trust and pray that Christ remains center of your Christmas this season. And as we do this, thanks to the team for putting this together because this is something we've been wanting to talk about for a very long time and your questions will always help. Your thoughts and contributions will always help. You asked the question about wise men and uh, a thousand pictures and fake beards and sticky fevicol and all that comes to mind as we played out those nativity scenes those christmas plays from the time we were little kids and we were always told that there were three wise men uh, the truth of the matter is that uh, there were a lot of wise men that came in and by wise we mean learned men educated men and these people had come from the east of the then jerusalem so we are basically talking about nobility people who were rich people who were affluent who had access to education access to science access to information these are people who were both nobility as well as well off they were learned as well as influential this is in stark contrast to the other audience that the news of the lord jesus spread to which is the shepherds the shepherds in their day were in fact the nobodies so you had the nobilities and the nobodies of that day but i want to pick that up in another podcast today we are looking at wise men and they brought three types of gifts one was gold which represented the majesty and the regality and the kingship of christ royalty another gift that they brought was frankincense which symbolized divinity and worship and everything connected to religious practices basically worship and then the third they brought was myrrh which is a painkiller and it was also something that was used to embalm those who were dead so it, it kind of foreshadowed the death and burial of the lord jesus christ we had gifts to bring to a baby but these are the three gifts and because they're three gifts and the three characters in the nativity play we didn't know what to give others if we had a fourth we just boiled it down to three so over the years we've just decided that there were three wise men someone was so convinced about it they wrote carol we three kings but there were many there were several of them you do not want to miss the prophecy the prophecy that from the old testament that people will come from all over to pay homage to the future messiah and unbelievers or rather gentiles will validate the birth of the messiah through science which is at that time the star and their positioning of the star they believed that a special star was formed in the sky whenever royalty was born so putting all that together there was validation outside of the nation of israel outside of general tradition the gifts like i said was pretty significant and then there's herod's reaction if you have herod who was the king at that time and he's so perturbed by the fact that jesus is born it can't be really about jesus but more again about the mob about the mentality of the people 
And the influence of these wise men, I mean, these guys were probably had the greatest number of followers in the Twitter age, right? These are the people who were the opinion leaders, and they basically formed public opinion by their wisdom and by their statements. And if they go around saying that Jesus is the king or that Jesus is born king, then that puts him in a lot of uh, trouble. So Herod goes to work in destroying all the children that were born during and around the time of Jesus. So that should give you quite an idea of how important the statement and the weight of the testimony of the wise men were. Did you get that? The statement, the testimony of the wise men, that's how heavy it was. It's, it was so heavy that the king, the sovereign at the time, took it seriously that these wise men had come to see Jesus. It's not just a nativity scene that all types of people came. It's not just that the nobility and nobodies came but that these witnesses actually made a difference even to the political scene at that time. So the Gentile recognition was a very major aspect of Christ's birth. You'll find this narrative in Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 to 12, or all of that chapter really. And not everybody you know, takes the whole wise men thing seriously, but they are very significant to the story in terms of the fulfillment of the Lord Jesus' birth. John the Baptist played a crucial role in the events surrounding the birth, life, and ministry of Jesus Christ, right? Yeah, he was absolutely significant, and this is on several levels. One, prophetic. Second is the role he himself played as the one who would make the path straight. And the third one was the baptizer of Jesus, as he points to Jesus as the Lamb of God. These three very major roles. One is the prophetic role, which is that Elijah was to come back in some different form. So someone was to come in the spirit and force of Elijah. Elijah was a powerful, powerful prophet, and he had done some amazing work, and his work formed the opinion, formed the direction of the nation of Israel, and he set things in motion for the coming years. But scripture prophesied that someone would come in the spirit and in the power of Elijah, and Jesus ratifies that it is John the Baptist who was that person. So John the Baptist was the person to come in the spirit and power of Elijah. A second role that John the Baptist played, which was very vital in preparing the people of God. So we had a forerunner, a forerunner, someone coming ahead to prepare the people for the coming of the Messiah. This is very important in terms of what the Bible calls national shepherding. In the Old Testament, we have shepherds, and the shepherds were meant to prepare God's people. Pastors today are meant to prepare God's people for the coming of Christ. These are the roles that God has given them. And John the Baptist came as a lone voice in the wilderness, crying out, saying, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make your path straight, get right with God. So all of you call him John the Baptist. And the reason you do that is because he did this. He prepared the nation of Israel by bringing them to repentance. And repentance was demonstrated in that baptism. And many people went out to him. Many went out to him into the wilderness to be baptized and to show their repentance. So the second role was to prepare the nation so that when the Messiah comes, they would be prepared to receive him. He did a great job at it because many did believe, but also many did not believe. So that was John the Baptist in the second aspect of his role, which is to prepare the way for the Messiah. The third aspect was to identify Jesus as the Lamb of God, to baptize him and to identify him as the Lamb of God. I'm going to put these two together, although you could talk about it separately. Baptizing Jesus, why on earth would you have to do that? Why would Jesus need to be baptized 
and that too by John the Baptist, his own cousin, his own contemporary in the ministry, so to speak, right? But Jesus uses the phrase that all law would be fulfilled for the fulfillment of all righteousness. That's the phrase Jesus uses. So Jesus wanted to identify with his people, the nation of Israel, in their sin, and he wanted to identify with us in our sin. When he went to get baptized, John himself was like, what, I can't baptize you? Who am I to baptize you? He's like, do this because you need to help me, you need to allow me to fulfill all righteousness. That means in all the way, Jesus identifying with his people in death and in baptism and whatnot. So Jesus gets baptized, and who's the one to baptize Jesus? Well, John the Baptist. And he has that vital, significant, and honorable role of baptizing Jesus. He says, the one whom I don't even deserve to tie his shoelace, I get to baptize him. So he does that. As soon as he comes out of the water, he is now almost qualified because he has identified with his people's sin, he is now qualified to be the lamb to take away the sin of the world. So then as he comes out of the water in dramatic form, John the Baptist points to him and tells the crowd, look, behold, gaze upon, I present to you the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So John the Baptist publicly identified Jesus as the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. You'll find that in the first chapter of the Gospel of John. This declaration underscores Jesus' sacrificial role in bringing about salvation. So we're talking about John. He's a prophet, came in the spirit and power of Elijah. He's also a forerunner to the Messiah. And as he prepares the way for the Messiah, and the Messiah comes in and takes on stage, he disappears. His job is done. And the most famous phrase that he uses is he must increase and I must decrease. He saw himself as the best man who steps aside and the glory goes to the groom as the groom receives his bride. And he says his joy is complete in seeing the groom get the glory. That's John the Baptist for you. A very, very powerful story, very powerful character in the story of the Lord Jesus. Interestingly, we've said this before, that he's the only one to have been filled by the Holy Spirit, to have been indwelled by the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb. And this is because he's the only other person who was intentionally born to a purpose. Jesus was born to be the savior of our sin. John was born to be the forerunner of Christ. So he was brought into the world, albeit through Elizabeth and Zechariah, yet purposeful to be a forerunner for the Lord Jesus Christ. So it was very, very important that he be filled from his mother's womb by the Holy Spirit and his whole life be dedicated and separated for this cause. I'm totally loving the depth this podcast is taking and I hope you're enjoying it too. Let us know what you've been thinking or talking about by commenting on YouTube or Spotify. Alternatively, you can write to us at pstjeremy at gmail.com and we'll see you in the next podcast.